y'all miss me but i want to first say that last week's episode i freaking loved it i was like i'm a fan are you an opener <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm an opener we knew you'd be crying on your knees <laughs> i was like wow it was just so good so please bring the same energy <laughs> thank you <laughs> well welcome to episode 27 okay guys 27 well welcome to open literature podcast you guys we have open and honest conversation about everything from a to z as it pertains to the lgbtq plus community and beyond i'm your host rodney i'm Devin, and i'm tay and i'm solomon <laughs> And we about to start the good old show. So, Solomon, how was your week? My week has actually been really good. Um, you pregnant? I am not pregnant. My tubes have been tied. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it has been an amazing week. Uh, started with an amazing weekend. Um, I, look, yesterday I started watching this show um, from scratch on Netflix. I asked you about it. Oh, about it. my God. Give that, us reviews. I haven't seen it, but everybody's talking about it. Ten stars, five, well, five out of five, ten out of ten. Like, I spent, so I started yesterday. I'm on my last episode. It's eight, it's eight episodes. And, like, I spent a good bit of yesterday just, like, bawling. Am I? So Isn't my, it interracial? Mm-hmm. So I should not have mascara on. No mascara. Who's gonna? And I think it's a it's one of those uh, series that everybody can relate to because it talks about racism. It talks okay. about um, just finding your passion, finding love. It talks about loss. It talks about. I don't think I'm ready. Uh, You're not ready. I, I, I wasn't ready. ready. Like that serious. I don't think I'm ready. I wasn't ready. But there was there's so much so much commentary on it on Instagram, and I was just like, you I got to do it. Yeah. I got to do it. And then I just started binging, and then like. Uh, I'm going to go home and watch the last episode tonight. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you cry? Yeah, I spent all like all right. almost all of it. Because I feel like if you cried, then I'm going to be given, like, crying for days. Yeah. Because I feel like your emotions, which are great, his emotions are a little more simplified. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so if you were balling, I can imagine what it's going to mean for us. Yo, 30 minutes before I got here, I was watching episode seven, and I was just like... Now I gotta see these bitches. You know, like how how Jocelyn, oh Jocelyn, girl said, girl said I had two abortions. She said, double side. When I saw that, I didn't know whether to laugh or be like, "You right," or to be like, "That's so insensitive." I had like three different emotions. That girl said, "Tail double." 
And I would have hit her in the face. <laughs> I would have beat that bitch. I, I don't down. know what I just went through. Like, it ain't funny, Lord. Because they know they be trying to get us. We not laughing at her aborting the babies. We laughing at what she said. Because <laughs> she didn't have to say that. She, she did. did. She However, politically, it was a double homicide. Uh-uh, we ain't doing that. Devin, how was your week? <laughs> You know, the girls like the council these days. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I'm, your body, your choice. Um, and I stand by that. Um, I had a really good week last week. Um, I had a chill weekend. I'm trying. There was something that I was like, today I'm going to tell everybody on the show, like, this is a part of what I did this weekend. And I can't remember what it... Oh, the Halloween party, yeah. too. But there was something else. I mean, I, the, I mean, my thing is, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not by any means a celebrity. But, you know, I've been to plenty of celebrity things in Atlanta since I've been here. And then with my sister being a celebrity hairstylist, she's always like, oh, come with me here. Come with me there. So, like, when I go, it's like, I don't want to be starstruck to be like, oh, my God. You know, so you I'm like, I'm, I'm just... Fall in the lap every now and then? No, because I want y'all to bring me to the next, you know, celebrity function, the next high, high profile function. Um, but I did go to Tiana Taylor's party on Saturday. My sister and I looked amazing. Um, y'all saw the pictures and mm-hmm. videos. We looked really good. I was excited. We had a good time. I had on my corset and I'm like, see, this is why I want my BBL because y'all see the way that my curves are like this and my butt is like this. Um, but <laughs> did it was you get a, a number corset. I got a number. I did. Um, but I would rather have had Jacob Lattimore's number. So even I saw Tiana that night, you know, we dancing, whatever. I had two conversations because my sister does her hair, whatever. So she introduced us. But it was Jacob Lattimore for me. And when I tell y'all, like, he was literally, like, next to us. And at first he was just, like, vibing, drinking, doing his thing. And then I don't. I'm pretty sure I initiated the conversation, but it was literally. Mm-hmm. But it was literally like you and I were talking, or you and I were talking, or you and I were talking. Like even afterwards, my sister was like, "I would think y'all knew each other before because y'all literally were just like talking." And I'm looking at y'all like trying to grab you in case you do too much, but <laughs> y'all were literally just talking back and forth. And I'm like, "We were, but I love him. That's my husband." I even told my mom. I was like, <laughs> she was like. Well, who's Jacob Lattimore? <laughs> yeah, he got to be on Facebook one, at one point in time. We each other. Okay, so I want you to tell But me. I need you to hop into them DMs. I don't did. tell nobody. I did. I did yesterday. But I just put an emoji, so I don't know if that counts. Yeah, I know he has a girlfriend, right? <gasps> and he's still and not she married. Wasn't there on Saturday at the party. You so. know my rule, not married, don't count. That's not my rule, but I didn't see the girlfriend. Mine. Soraya's his girlfriend. <laughs> Who was Soraya? <laughs> Soraya from, um, she played Tiana on Empire. Oh, they're done. They're done. Oh, Y'all got the time. same body size, too. Same body frame. You got a type. <laughs> no, I'm his type. <laughs> can't reach you. Yes, I'm his type. I can't. But yeah, but anyway, I had a good time that weekend. Um, This weekend, I went to there, to the party. Um, work has been, you know, work. I, th- I feel like, you know, with teacher mode, we're getting into the holidays and everything. We get a long Thanksgiving break. We get a long Christmas break. So by this point, it's like we're pushing all the learning. You like, we're excited to see our students, but we're looking forward to taking a long break just to spend time with family and not have to plan, but spend time with family. Um, so looking forward to that. I just got back from the aquarium today. We took my nieces to the aquarium um, and I met you guys here like literally after. So I, it? yeah, it, we had a good time. Um, this is my second time going to the Georgia Aquarium and I love everything underwater. Like I told my nieces today, I'm a mermaid. Like 
But I'm I'm dead. I believe in mermaids that are. Is that why you wore those colors? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen a purple mermaid? Because I've only seen aqua I mermaids. Have. Oh, where were they? <laughs> Ursula. <laughs> well, we know I'm not giving Ursula. We can see that. We can all see that. What is going on? <laughs> We can all see that. I just missed David. I ain't had about that. I was about to say, Roddy must have missed yeah. <laughs> And we anticipated it. We missed you too. We missed you too. Say as much as I hate to say it. Um, my week's been really chill. Um, celebrated my sister's birthday yesterday. Um, we had a good time. Um, made her dinner and everything. But my week's been chill. Other than today, I got in, a, I got in trouble at work today. Well, actually... They emailed me and told me that I had felt a quality. So they had me listen to the call or whatever. So I listened to it. So I was just like, okay, I'm sitting on the call. So, you know, I emailed their asses back. And I told them, I was like, um, I said, first of all, they said my tone was flat or whatever. I said, my tone is always the same on every call. I've never had an issue. I've never felt a quality score for Can that. Can you tell us how you answered the call? I feel like how he talked now. How'd you? I, I want you to tell us how you answered it. So we can tell you, was it flat? Was it flat, or was it? Yes, okay. Ring, ring, ring. (laughs) Y'all got me kidding. (laughs) No, we ready. Come on. Ring, ring, ring. (laughs) Thank you for calling Lehigh Valley Network. My name is. Oh, girl, you said job. That's cool. (laughs) You said it fast. You could have said Walgreens. They would never knew. Fuck they would have swiftly worked their walk. <laughs> he worked, child. But anyway, um, so they send they send the thing, and like now, like if you have anything lower than like a seventy five or whatever, you have to get a write up. So child, I was not going for that because I've never felt a quality. Oh, that means on, it's like seventy five on one call. Yes. And I had never. I girl, you know what never. they try to do? Cause you didn't take that promotion and you did not move. <laughs> Should took that job, so please. you can get a write up over one call. I got a write up. So this is what happened though. So we, um, I listened to the call. I signed back my feedback or whatever. Cause the things that they docked me for, I've never been docked before. So I signed it to them and I signed it to my supervisor. So he signed it over to them. So the QA grader, I guess she called us up being funny. So she signed it to the higher ups. So four different people reviewed the call or whatever, including like the district manager over the company. And they all said my call was perfectly fine. Good. So my call got and my score got changed. Cause I I do this every day. Like, come on. I'm like, I was reading the comments and stuff. I'm like, this bitch, she just out for me. Like I said, she must be out for me, cause like I never fail a quality call. So I had an attitude the whole day until my supervisor called me back or whatever and told me, he's like, well, they listened to your call. He say, um, and they said that, you know, your call was a really great call or whatever. He say, so they're going to correct your score. I said, okay. Cause they, what? I told myself I had an attitude. I had, a, I got a hundred okay. or whatever. I had an attitude the whole day. She like, must have been having a bad day. She had to be cause I or never felt quality, but she don't even know me. <laughs> You'd be surprised. So the whole day I was dry. My tone probably was flat today because yeah. I was pissed. Girl, don't fuck up your look. Don't fuck up yourself. So they don't sit I was pissed. I to- that's what I was doing. They was like, um, so you could chill now because I already knew. I was mad. I made it very clear. I was upset. Very. But at the end of the day, everything was reconciled. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that. I like at the end of the day, now. I'm glad to hear that everything is like back in one piece. But still be looking. Well, oh, what did you oh decide about that other job? Yeah, I didn't take that well, for a few reasons. Remember, you told us that on the last show. Yeah, but well, I just—I don't understand when it comes. To I came across a situation that was very important right, that so I they could did not take on. that job. Is it because of something that we know? Is it's that something that y'all brought to my attention when y'all asked me about the job the first time. Well, what did we bring to your attention? 
about the person who offered me the job. Well, you know I'm better than we do, but... But because of that, that's why you didn't take it? No, no, no. It's because what happened after that. So that that's when my business out here? No. They, 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 they did something inappropriately? Yeah. So, that was a no-go. Hmm. Okay. Well, my week was good. Um, <laughs> last week was fun. You know, I, I, I did an interview with Set It Off ATL, but that'll be the only interview I'm doing. I'm not going to discuss them, girls. Let's move on. And so I can't ask any questions at all. Okay, you can ask some questions. Um, overall, if you could say one word, because I know that you don't want to talk a lot about it. Yeah. So being that you missed our show to be on, okay, that's to fair. Do your interview, that's and not that was no, shady, no, no, that was shady. business because yeah. you you had that show going on prior. You were involved. Yeah. So what would be one word that you could sum up your feelings after leaving that reunion or leaving that production, whatever? What would be one word? And again, you already said no shade, but you kind of wanted to move past it quickly. So satisfied. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. That's fair. And that's that's a good thing to me. Because you can leave feeling like I should have said or I should have did. No, I'm okay. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. Okay, because when I saw the PSA, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Because, okay, I can, I'll address that real quick. What was the... So, people kept reaching out to me, trying to get me to do interviews because I left. And I don't like to say I'm the star of the show, but clearly, <laughs> I give when I get on camera. <laughs> but, um, but no, real stuff, they were, like, trying to ask me stuff. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, I left... Whatever they, I don't like. I said, I don't care if they said I suck dick in the back alley. Somebody fist me in the parking lot. I don't care. I left and I'm good. I'm good with my decision. I'm happy with my life. I'm good. I just got a Tesla yesterday. Girl, we're good. <laughs> I'm good. Right. You're living your life. Hope they okay too. So right. I'm here. They where they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You're> a damn fool. <laughs> Sponsor us and speaking of sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, so um there are two of the four of us that are taking a break from the drinking on the sh- well, drinking all together, not just on the show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um drinking all together and kudos to them. I know there's like this whole like no November thing where you're not drinking. Wait, Some not- of the girls and guys are not nutting, not y'all, oh. but I'm just saying there's like a running thing that's going on right now. Um, and not that y'all are doing that for a month or anything. I was just bringing up, like, that's something that's relevant that's going on. Um, but Rodney and I, whatever we're not doing for no November, we're definitely saying yes to the to liquor. Um, and we are going with our Terramana. So the last, so I know that you guys, like the last time you tuned in with us when we had Terramana was probably like five or six, maybe seven episodes ago when the rocks wow. and dust Terramana. So, to, so mind you we had the conversation after the first bottle and i just knew that he wasn't sending us anymore because i was talking about sitting on his face and everything and his why did it work oh we got another bottle and i'll leave it at that but we have another bottle um so again this is terramana this is the rocks terramana um so it's it's pretty good so we like it um i've heard that it's really good no fillers before i tried it i heard it's the best from a bartender um, so it's the best, no fillers. When I drink it, I feel like it's something pretty smooth. You can mix it with anything, whether you want to do a smoothie, like a Bahama Mama, you're feeling breezy, or you want to do something straight up on the rocks. I feel like it's a good choice. Rodney, what do you think? I love it. Yeah, let's take a toast. Take a toast. 
Thank you for reduction for our cups, because we yeah. did not have cups tonight. Back in the hood. If there's only thing I would say for The Rock, I would say is that when you send us bottles, can you send us cups? Greedy. Why is that greedy? That's not greedy. We need cups, bitch. And a little chaser in case we don't want to just take <laughs> up. Is that too much? No. My throat be dry. Your throat does not be dry. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm full of talk with Tay today. Um, we're going to talk about something that's not so exciting. Um, so over the Hall- Halloween night, a very talented young man lost his life. Um, very tragic. Uh, his name is Takeoff. If you don't know him, he is from the group Migos. And he was, you know, enjoying his Halloween night where he was shot during a dice game, allegedly during a dice game. Um, altercation stirred up between Quavo, which is another member of Migos. And yeah, he was an innocent bystander, you know, and to my understanding, what's being told is that he was actually shot by one of their people that was there with them, which is even more fucked up, you know? Um, so it really sucks because takeoff out of the three, he was the most like least controversial like you never hear anything bad about him anyone you know trashing him or anything so it just really sucks that he lost his life for something just you know that could have been avoided like and again we don't know the full story we only know what's being said you know so at the end of the day i feel quavo i know he's taking it really hard because i found out that's his nephew i didn't even Mm -hmm. know that like that's his nephew um so i know he's taking that really hard and you know condolences you know take off his family and you know, here we discuss real things and, you know, this is something that we definitely wanted to touch on. So, you know, how do y'all feel about it? I don't know why I'm getting emotional. I'm getting emotional. You hear my voice? Like, like because yeah. honestly, out of everyone, I, I, let me, let me just read, read that. So out of um, everyone, he is the least controversial. He's never in the media dogging someone like other people. Not, I'm not saying, but, but I, I know he's I, a good person. I was about to say, I have to stop you because I cannot name one time that Offset and what's the other guy's name? Quavo. Quavo. I cannot name one time that they've came out of their mouth and said, you're a bitch, I don't fuck with you, you just... Like, I, I oh, I have. <laughs> Okay. Give us even, one example. They're not even. I mean, it's, no it's, it's they're not a group, but no. But besides I mean, going heard, back and forth with each I other, I've seen Quavo go off, and they got to um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Harmony. So, really quick, like, my question is that is that any different than times where you've got up on our platform and expressed opinions that people have came at us or you to say I don't agree? So, has it been that serious to be like, oh, like you're just a menace to society, or is it simply? I'm not fucking with what you're saying and I'm going to let you know that, which is what we all have done to some degree, I feel. I would say on social media as being a social media troll, takeoff is like a level one and they're like probably 20 and 30. Mm -hmm. Honestly, this is my honest opinion. I could be wrong, but this is what I I don't know for sure. So I'm just... So with, I mean, it, it sucks. I feel like, because I was like this in my family. I had a lot of little wannabe thugs in my family. And being 18, they get you in a lot of unnecessary bullshit. And because your family, you're going to ride with your family. And you always want to get fucked. And like, I just feel like he 
probably stood up like everybody else, but didn't start shit. He didn't, you know, just chill it. Like, something like Solomon. You know, just imagine us being somewhere. You know, we're loud, right? And we we talk loud. I don't want you to pass away. But you get what I'm saying? But, like, this this something, like, in my defense, right. like, Solomon getting right. shot. Right. And you know that he would be the last, last one to have one any ammunition any... or fuel. Yeah, so going yeah, on. please not go. <laughs> yeah, I, and I did this. I know. I know. I just had to compare to be yeah. like if that makes sense. Right, and I got that comparison because again, even with us being first of all, we're not about to go like cause a real yeah, route ruckus unless you put your hands on me or my family. Then it's a real route yeah. ruckus. But other than that, we're not gonna do that. But even if we did, out of the four of us, Solomon would still be the last. Last one to put up any type of ruckus. So yeah. I get your correlation. Yeah, but that's the nature of tragedy, right? Right. And so this conversation isn't just about people who start ruckuses and people who like anybody could be a victim. Right. And that's what makes this a a, a horrible topic. I mean, we we're we have to talk about this. Yeah, and it's also not valid because, like, literally, I'm watching all of my Facebook followers. Oh, that's crazy how it was on people. Oh, that's crazy how this happened. Oh, that's crazy how this could have been Quavo. Oh, that's crazy. And I'm like, oh, all 500 of y'all were there. Oh, all 500 of y'all talked directly to a witness that were on that scene. So other than I saw somebody saying, oh, y'all pulling his blood out of his body out of a, a blood of a pool of blood. Other than the people that really saw it, y'all saw it too? You got it on your phone too? You don't. So it's like, you're literally like, my thing is, what is what is the infatuation with society saying, okay, this happened and now I'm pulling all the facts and I'm spitting on the facts. They're not facts unless you were there because we don't, we haven't talked to Offset and Quavo. Quavo was there. Did, did, did Quavo post? We didn't hear anybody say, I just talked to Quavo or I was right next to Quavo. I was right next to Offset. I was right next to Takeoff. And this is what happened. We we didn't see that. So it's like everybody's literally saying, oh, I saw this. Okay, this is my opinion. This is a fact. And then I'm inserting my opinion with the fact. No, how? And it's like, oh, I knew it was his own people. Girl, you don't got your own people. How you know it was his own people? What's sad to me and what is very disturbing is posting somebody literally bleeding and I do not understand the fucking infatuation with posting a dead fucking body that irks my nerve y'all somebody do that if I don't want to die but please beat that bitch ass cause I don't don't do that to me we've been in a group chat and there's videos that some of us not me but have sent that's explicit and we've talked about it and I'm like and y'all like like we're going back and forth in the group chat and I'm like I didn't even watch the video mm-hmm. Because I can't, but I know the topic. And same thing, even with, like, I'm not going to watch the video. I'm not, let alone share it, I'm not going to watch it. Mm-hmm. If I know what's going to happen, I'm praying for your family and your loved ones, and I'm praying it's not happening to me and my family. But I think that's a problem of American society. We have become desensitized to violence. And I so agree. every time you turn around, there's someone recording they're pulling out their video cameras to record a fight. And you don't know what the outcome of that fight is going to be. Like, you could be amused that people are fighting, but then it could turn left and then someone right, could die. Right. And then you also have these individuals who actually die and someone and you have the nerve to pull out a phone. Yeah. Like prior to this technological age, if there's this good Samaritan law, like if if someone is hurt, if someone is in danger, if someone is in is 
in the threat of losing their life. Like you can actually help. And if you do something wrong, you're protected by this good Samaritan law. But nowadays you don't see people jumping in to help. And that's a big problem. They literally recording you like dying. Right. But then when you say that, I'm like, well, if I were at an event and that was going down, definitely not going to, if y'all fighting, I might pull out my phone. I don't know. Like, it's not me fighting. If I'm you like, fight, I'm leaving. Nine out of 10, if it's that type of, I'm not going to say that type because I don't wasn't know how there. Gonna go, the so, but, so that's me again, putting myself in the situation of being where Takeoff and Quavo were by me saying if it were that situation. I don't know what the situation was. I know what I heard, but I don't know what it was. But if I were in like a super dangerous situation, when things are, even when they get the shoving and the doors, okay, let's let's go because y'all getting the shoving and stuff. We're not about to start fighting and like I'm not doing all that. My face is not getting messed up. But you know, it's like you never know what you'll do. But I don't see myself ever recording, especially when it's like malice that's going down. Like people are getting hurt. Like y'all are fighting. It's getting rowdy. And today is 2022, so it's not like people just fight and then y'all fight. Y'all go home. Y'all fight. Y'all wait for people to car. Mm-hmm. Y'all fight. Y'all got knives. Y'all fight. Y'all got guns. Like it's you not fight, over. You come back the next day. Thank yeah. you. It's not over. So it's like. I, I just don't see myself recording that type of thing. Like Even know. when it came down to, I don't know, I hope I never been in a situation where I, where I feel like a police is literally doing something wrong. Because I know I will probably push police, like, you're doing fucking too much. Right. Like, your knee is on this motherfucking... Like, I could sit there and be like, oh my God, help him. No! Get the police off of him! Like I'm I'll sorry. probably get arrested too because I can't I can't watch somebody kill you I can't yeah. so if I do happen to get arrested or God forbid worse by helping you and you're and and they're in the wrong I have to help you because I can't I can't stand that but I I feel like in my deepest of hearts like I would never God will always protect me if I'm trying to help someone else that's how I feel and other people may have felt that way um, but that's how I feel. I feel that I'll be fine, and I'm and, and even if I won't, God forbid. But it's disgusting. We're not doing it's that. It's just so disgusting. Even within the community, you see people stabbing each other yeah. over over shit that don't even matter. Like even right now with this show, people rah rah rhyme about stuff. Like I see you on the streets fifty thousand times. Like what are you doing? Like literally, I just saw you pay a cheese last week. Are you talking about? The show, like, you know how people get on, like, the show. I wasn't going to say the person's name, but yeah, I was no, no, say, no, no. that person, have you seen them? Who? The person that one of us know in, on an edition. Remember we were just talking about in the group chat? Oh, uh, you talking about what happened last night. I'm so confused. All right, well, let's When you was being hard-headed, going back and forth with somebody on, our social, on the social media. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. No, 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 no. Um, This was just like, it's just like how, just imagine me getting fired somebody because they said something about me in the green screen. And like, you don't know what this person might do. Like, I can shoot you, you can shoot me. Oh, what you said in the green screen on the show that what we supposed to do? You get what I'm saying? Like, people lose their life over senseless, stupid shit like that. Yeah, Yeah, and I, I feel like that's all the time. Like, I don't, Unless you've killed somebody in my family, and this is probably wrong. If you kill somebody in my family, you deserve to die. But if you have not murdered somebody, not even just my family, to make it personal. But, I mean, if you murdered somebody, and again, I'm not the judge. We talked about Jeffrey Dahmer, and I said, I can't, heaven or hell, like, I don't I don't know where he went. And I can't say because you kill people, you went to hell. In my personal opinion, if you're murdering, if you're murdering, if you're choosing to be like, I'm God and I'm going to take your life, 
I feel like you deserve to die. No, I have a gun. And I always say, if I have to use my gun, I'm going to shoot you in your kneecap. Because they're fat. Unless you're trying to, like, kill me, I'm not going to shoot to kill you. I'm going to shoot to protect myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to... My first shot, I'm going to like, try to shoot you in your head. Or, like, shoot you in your chest. Right. I'm going to try at least... I'm going to aim for your leg. Now, what I hit, I hit. But, you know, but, like... Just to stop you and slow you. Yeah, I'm not going to just try to right. kill you. Right. Unless you... Like, I feel like my life is in danger. Right. There's words I don't like having a gun because I know my temper is bad. And I pray about that. I say, God, if I ever have to draw this gun, please make sure I'm drawing it for a right, legit reason. Do you not feel like you would be like a little shaky or scary? Oh, no, I, I, sure, I shoot guns. What about y'all? Do y'all feel like if the moment, like, granted, like, you're like, okay, I got my gun for my safety for the right reasons. I only pull it out if I need it. Mm-hmm. But if y'all did need it, do y'all feel like it would be like, you know, a little bit of a freeze up shaky moment? Or y'all feel like y'all be like, this some of us are it. trained differently. And so some of us are trained to shoot in the kneecap. Some of us are trained for stopping power. Mm. Okay. So when you say trained, I know you're not in the military or Boy Scouts. So who trained you? <laughs> so who trained you? not be a Boy Scout? Um, I they don't train to shoot in a Boy I was a Boy Scout. We did not train to shoot. We did like okay. camping mm. and like... Boy Scout. Girl, this was legit Boy Scouts. My dad, my grandfather were there. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you want to play with the little boys? Uh, second? Um, no. I was one of the little <laughs> the boys. So somebody... I was about to say, <laughs> but I was one of the little boys, so they would have been trying to play with me. I was uh, one of the little boys. Hold on. Hold, no. Uh-uh. no we're, not, we're not going to have that I'm just picking you. But, but to answer your question, I, I grew up in a military family. And so, oh. um, shit, 90, 95, maybe even 99% of my family are military or um, government. You never told us that. Oh, well. Okay. There it is. Um, <laughs> um, and so, like, I, almost everybody that I know knows how to handle a handle a gun. Okay. And so, um, that's just, and that's, and that's another thing. Like, you don't know who you're fucking with. And so, you can go out and you can fight with somebody. You don't know what they're trained to use. What's in the car? You don't know what's in the car. You don't know what's on their person. <laughs> I don't want to find. Y'all know out. my grandma say. I don't want to find. She out. said, "Don't be mad at a person who puts some." She said, "You can't fight with your hand. They put out a a, a sock with bricks. Don't be mad. They just how somebody show ass." <laughs> See, my grandma was from the country. See, but she said, "Baby, don't matter what." She said, "You gotta fight, fight to win." <laughs> Yeah, if you're in a fight, fight to him. My grandma I don't agree country. with that, though. My grandma said, don't beat your horn at people when they cut you off because they might have a gun. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we're from a small town because we come to Atlanta, you cut me off. Yeah, you probably do have a gun because your license carry, but it's Atlanta. So, girl, I guess have seen people be shot up. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm on a case right now. It's a total loss because of a person shooting somebody. Hold up. on. Um, qualified case. Can't say too much, but. Well, uh, you're closely connected to a law ver- law versus like a law case or a criminal insurance criminal criminal insurance okay. case, like because this person allegedly blew their horn at this person. He just came by. So who's filing insurance? The shooter or the other person? The other person. Both. I mean, I mean, I mean, that should be cut and dry, right? 
You it's shot a lot. Me. I mean, so when it comes to that, you have to separate not people. in this particular case, but in yeah. general. Yeah, you separate people. You, you, it's a lot. It's, it's okay. Today was hard. So it's not that cut and dry. It's not that cut and dry. Wow. So even if somebody's shooting in my car, so just say like you, you like you rear-ended me, right? And I got out of my car and shot you. You wrong for the accident because you re- you hit my car. Okay. I'm wrong for killing you. That's right. two different laws. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Right. If that makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. It's not fair, but it does make sense. Laws, y'all, the law is not fair. How you feel, Tay? Oh, I don't have a gun. Um, <laughs> I don't have a gun because of my temper as well. That's why I don't have one. Okay, let you honest. Yeah, I have a very bad temper. Um, because when like if I'm upset, you know, anything I do is to hurt you. So Oh, that's honest. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good that I don't have one. Um my mom carries one, which is a shock to me, but she has one, you know, for her protection, mm. um, which I'm, in a way, I'm happy that she does have one, you know. Yeah, new to Atlanta. Yeah, she's new to Atlanta. She's a woman. Her and Taylor are like a lot. <laughs> I feel like there's a good chance that his mom will shoot because you're pissing her off. <laughs> well, she got it for her husband, so, you know. <laughs> you know, she's protecting herself. Yeah, she probably will shoot, but uh, I'm glad she has it so she can protect herself. Right. Um, I don't... Want, I really don't want a gun in my household um, because I've just seen too many freak accidents happen, like too many. Like just like, for instance, where the girl was working, she was on live working and her son shot her in the back of the head. Like he got a hold of her gun and shot her in the back of the head. It was on like, Zoom or something like yes. that. Like it's just too many freak accidents. Too much can happen, you know, with a gun in the house. I understand it's for protection, but... I, I just don't feel like I know. I feel like it's one of those things where it's just damn like a, if you a do car. Damn if you don't. You can't yeah. live with a car. You can't live without a car. Right. But the car is gas every day, especially if you have a luxury like some people. Then you have to get the higher gas. Your insurance may be higher. If something happens to your car, it's going to be more expensive to fix. You know what I mean? But if you don't have a car, then you got to catch the bus or worry about a ride. So I feel like it's a catch-22. I, I feel like the same thing with guns. Yeah, but have it put up. Should nobody be able to know what a gun is in your house? Mm-hmm. But that's how I. Feel. But I feel like even if somebody came from my life and I shot them in self defense, I would still never live normal. I I would still feel like I killed somebody. Like it wouldn't be oh, it was protecting me. I it would be know. like you I break in my house. <laughs> I'm just saying for me, that's I I agree with Devin. I think like once that happens, like once you take a life, I think you're forever changed. Right, like I've removed you from this world regardless that like that was my choice like i did the god didn't do that i did that and see that's why i don't want a gun because i know i would do it <laughs> no i would do I it i would go to counseling and i would move on no i'm a sweetheart so <laughs> so if you're playing i gotta shoot don't play let me say this you walk in if you work in my house and you don't have nothing on you how do you know how do you know there's not that's more the than thing, Mark, yeah. how do you know there's not more than one because the one could distract while the other one's coming up and take you and your family well, out I'm so to pray to God had to say God forgive me right and you're gonna shoot that's <laughs> I'm what, shooting thank you and that's what I, and, and all of us I feel like but I think and there is a level of responsibility so if any of you do have a firearm if you have any kind of weapon I think that it is important to get some sort of training. I agree. To operate this weapon, um, there are classes that you can take, like defensive um, gun safety classes, defensive classes that will teach you what to do in an emergency. Um, And at the same time, I think that there is a level of responsibility that everybody has to have. Like you like. So 
when I do evaluations and we, you know, I've, I do alcohol and drug evaluations for individuals out there. And some of these individuals may not use drugs, but they use drugs, if that makes sense. Mm. And so when you live a lifestyle where you use drugs a particular way, sometimes you have to have that kind of protection on you. Yeah. Right. Because um, of what goes, comes with that. Type because of, of what comes with that lifestyle. But at the same time, people don't realize that now it's kind of premeditated and and that's and it's, so you don't want to say you put yourself in the situation but it is premeditated so you never want to say like you put yourself in the situation like you you literally thought about picking this up to use against somebody in the case of like that's a conversation I don't know. I'm like on Fausten Jerry and somebody shot by for trying to break and they broke in the house. But that's different. Like that's this is living a lifestyle in which you are making high risk choices versus oh, you being saying. in your house and you just living your life in your house. I feel like, like I mean, even for only fanboys, I know there's one boy say he has a gun when he collab with people because you don't never know who you're meeting. He said that on his OnlyFans? Yeah, on his Twitter, he said, "I have a gun for my protection," and I and I agree with that. Like, you don't know what these people might do to you. It's his only. Fans you be reading good. stuff on people's Twitter. It's his only yeah. fans good. Oh, yeah, Twitter. It's his only fans. I just be looking at the videos. Oh, I read tweets. Oh, I don't have time. And then you look at the content. What's his only fans good? It's good. Oh, okay. I just I don't I don't subscribe. To, uh, his Twitter is good. He has an OnlyFans and he said he go collab with people. He has a gun. So you haven't seen it. Okay, that's the end of Pillow Talk with Tay. And moving right on. And as we are moving along, we are going to continue the conversation because uh, the menage a trois today is going to be about gun violence. And so gun violence is it is a plague in America. And we have had many debates, not here on this show, but we've had many debates nationally about the importance of gun violence. We have had debates about why gun violence doesn't take precedence over abortion rights or or we I, let me just say reproductive rights um, uh, over um, sexuality, over anything like this is a debate that people continue to struggle with mm-hmm. and you know we, we when Rodney introduces the show he talks about how we talk about topics um, related to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond this is one of those and beyond moments because this is a national plague and were you gonna say something if if you're done, well, and I know you're not done, done. Mm-hmm. But if this is a good point to interject, yeah. um, but I would like to relate it to think about like you know whether that's us or other people, or somebody that we know was like so rich and so well off. You know, it's like money's not my forefront, but I'm good. I'm good. Like I'm good any hood. I'm good anywhere I go. No matter how much it costs, I'm good. Whether what we got to do, I'm good. So I think about when I'm looking at people, and it's like. You literally have a gun this big on you and you walk to the store. And I'm like, the gun probably costs as much as the down payment for a car, but you feel like you're good. You feel like nobody could touch you or your family because look what I got. And I feel like that's kind of like the running thing. Like, look what I got. Like, you, you, I don't have to, in Maryland, 
you can't even have a gun on you. In Georgia, you walk everywhere, and it's not that you got something to protect you on your hip. You got some, some of y'all have something big enough to knock out a whole block on your hip. And my whole thing is, you know you're not going to be in a situation where you have to knock out a whole block, but you feel comfortable in making a statement to say, look what I got, don't even play with me. You know, so it makes me, I can walk to the store without a car, but with a $1,500 gun on my shoulder, because it's like, who's going to try me? You know, so I just feel like I'm looking at it like people feel like it's such a prized possession of don't play with me or my family because look what I got. When some of us are like, okay, I went and got my degree out of anybody that didn't go to college in my family to get what I got. Or I went and got a car that nobody in my family had a car to get what I got. You know what I mean? Like certain things that people do to be like, this is what I'm doing that nobody has. But I feel like a gun is the same way. Look at me with this big ass gun. So whoever needs protection, I got you. Like nobody's going to play. And it's like, yeah, protect. Cause everybody should protect. But it's like that's the focus. Like protect them. What? Like protect you from what? Like what if somebody cost? to rob. If somebody were to rob you, what would they take? And so that's so that's the question. So at what cost? And so you're talking about this prized possession. This year alone, there have been forty school shootings. Last year there was thirty five. The year before that there was ten. And then in two thousand nineteen and two thousand eighteen, both years twenty four. And so, you know, I'm, I'm an educator, you're an educator and I have countless friends who are educators. I have countless family members who are educators. The ones who aren't, didn't go into the military. Um, (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) But the, the thing is like, it is insane that you have to go to your job and participate in an active shooter drill. You know what more saying to me though? This is how I feel. I don't know how I could be a teacher <clears throat> and be responsible for like children and not have a gun to protect them. To me, that is insane. That is so insane to me. At least someone in the school can come out and protect them. Like how a person's walking to school and he know he can shoot anybody because he know he's unstoppable. You know what I mean? Like start having people there, like they can at least do something. So they have. Oh well. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, I know that a lot of schools have safety resource officers. Um, I think that's what they make because oh my god, you just rolled your eyes, so you probably don't have one at your school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna worry you I more. I got a nice officer. <laughs> But I know a lot of schools have safety resource officers. Um, but the the only problem with that is like you have someone who comes to school and they have a gun and then you have multiple people who have guns and now you have a shootout. And so, you know, you have stray bullets everywhere. But on the flip side, if you had more people there, they could have been. Thank you. I would say I'm caught in between because I feel like how we talk about, oh, we're going to have a gun on us. We're going to protect our house. We're going to protect our stuff. We're going to protect us. And I know a lot of teachers, not only the ones that work with me, mm-hmm. but the one, some, of, some of the ones, and I say that comfortably, some of the ones that work with me, we feel like those are our kids because they're in our care. Right. And they, they're in our care almost as much or more than they're in their parents' care. You're with us from 745 to 4.30 every single weekday of the year except holidays and summer times. So you're with us and with my kids, y'all are my kids. A lot of my kids 
they be and I be late to work. They be popping up to my sister principal. I ain't going to class till aunt comes in. I ain't going to class till aunt comes in. Uncle as an uncle. No, go to class because I'm late. But still, it's like, you know, like, y'all are my kids. Like, I really take pride in y'all because I take pride in y'all and y'all take pride in me. So it's like, if something does happen, I would love to be able to protect y'all the same way that I would protect my nieces and my nephews. Exactly. I don't have kids, but closest to it would be my nieces and nephews. So I would love to protect y'all the same way because y'all are coming into our territory. So I agree with you that we need to protect, but I agree with you. It's going to be like certain people, oh, I can't wait to just get to shoot. And if somebody comes, what happens when one kid is scared and they just pop up, then a kid is shot. And now it's a crossfire. So I want to say, just for the record, you can agree with me or not. I'm just playing devil's advocate because yeah, yeah. The, I think the conversation needs to be heard from all angles. But that has been. And being in the school system, that has been the thing. A lot of people have said, oh, simple solution. Let's just go ahead and have the teachers armed, the mm-hmm. ones that want to be armed. But then the rebuttal or the devil's advocate has been, okay, what happens when you know, a seventh grader comes in and you didn't lock your drawer. So they just go in your drawer. Then what happens? What happens when you get in a shootout and now you shooting students, the other person shooting students, what happens? But I do know that if I were a parent and y'all let us know, like if I were a parent, I would be grateful if the teacher had the ability to protect my I child. Cause I would, if it was my household, I would shoot in my household. I, agree. I would trust that y'all are hiring teachers that are not going to get trigger happy. Or get these and, live and, matter and people out there and get in the damn school. But I think that's another right. I think that's another important conversation because I don't think everybody should just have a weapon. Exactly. And so if you are going to hire someone into the schools and you we know that schools are targets, did you have a have you had gun safety? But how do you do determine you, that like you they, their certificates? And No, so, but I I like Tay and I both just said that we would probably be correct me if I'm wrong we might be a little more trigger happy not because we want to shoot but our patients may be a little bit thinner to say I feel fear not feared but I feel like you doing me too wrong and you too close and doing too much I need to shoot you no 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 so my thing is how do you like we can easily go through the gun safety violence training (laughs) but we're still gonna feel like we can still be a little trigger happy so how do you determine like But, but at least if I'm a principal, at least I can say that I hire someone with education, someone who has been educated, trained, and skilled to operate this this weapon. I put police officers in the school, and that's, that's another. Too, that's yeah. another um, I mean, the blue lives matter, right? Certain districts, and I will say, um, certain districts have said this is like being a general educator. Mm-hmm. Certain districts have said that in Atlanta, um, they've stopped having. They're called resource officers, mm-hmm. which are real police officers, but they're called resource officers. So the running thing right now for Atlanta is we're not doing a bunch of resource officers because typically they're black males. And we don't want them to feel like these are the only jobs that we have for black males. That has come from Atlanta public schools, for sure. That ain't, um, I mean, Atlanta's a black city. And, and it, it is. Um, and I kind of I kind of get it. But I feel like they're they're like we don't want it to be like every school in Atlanta has a black resource officer, you know. And I get that because it's that like doesn't make any logical sense to me. If that's a job, that's a job. That's like saying everyone who work and this might be biased, but majority of people who work in fast food are black people. That's the truth. So should they not work because they black? <laughs> 
I mean, I'm wrong for saying that. <laughs> You're so, not wrong. I was just thinking about the last fast. <laughs> but to to get back on track, um, so you know, we've been talking a lot about school shootings. We've been talking about the school violence, but this is a a national thing. This is not just confined to the walls of right. schoolhouses. Right. And so, um, evidence based. So actually, let me go back. So, uh, the numbers that I gave you guys before came from edweek.org. And those were published on October 31st, just last month. And so um, when, when we talk about all causes of death, all causes of violence, gun violence, 37,000 people. Wow. Per day or? That is, um, uh, per day. I think <laughs> this year. And this was published today. Wow. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I moved to Chicago in the seventh grade. Bitch. So my dad's side's from Chicago. And when I tell y'all, people dying out there was not a shock. They was like, used to a little railroad getting shot on the corner because that's how bad it was. Mm. Like, I had a cousin who died almost every other week. And it was like normal. Like, it, you'd be surprised. But that should not be. That should not be a norm. And. Even with our culture, that's the norm. Like when people, like even today, cause you know everybody's an expert, but everybody's like, oh, another rapper. And yeah, love them to death, but guess what? I'll never be a rapper. I'm gonna convince my kids to not be a rapper. And it's like, I feel like there's a little bit of ignorance in it, as in not knowing, you but know at the what? same time, a lot of rappers. Bring it back to the, bring it back to the Bible. When you rap about that gangster shit and you rap about killing people, no, I can't say that that because that almost sounds like the what they say the power like, of the t the sword the tongue is powerful. No, because the power of the tongue. I'm gonna shoot you dead, nigga. I'm gonna right, kill but you. The, they have all that in the rap music. But the power of the tongue is normally, oh, you know what? I'm dead ass tired, or I'm like, you know, I'm so broke, or I'm so, you know, the power of the tongue is like speaking those things on yourself. So I feel like when rappers are dying, like you're talking about you killed people, not I'm you not got saying killed. it makes it right. But even that song that went viral where everybody was like, ride them on the block. You, have you ever listen to the lyrics he was saying. But they're not writing themselves on the block. But I, I'm just saying, have you ever, have you listened, have you like sat down and read, this person really talking about killing people and everybody like. I don't even know what you're talking about. I ain't never heard. You know that song. Mm -hmm. I think I heard Ride on the Block. But yeah. I know the dance. That, was, was like cook, huh? and, yeah, that song, like, them lyrics are not nice. He's not saying nice things. But nobody has ever talked about themselves dying. Most of the part. It's like, I'm killing you. But, I mean, if you're talking about kill, 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 you have to somebody going to kill, kill, kill you? Gets killed. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? What's it's up? fair. I just want to... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, yes, please go ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, well, to my understanding, though, I know they are trying to... Are they just trying to pass, like, a law where they're not able to rap about gun violence or actually killing people? I think they no. were saying you can't be prosecuted for your lyrics, which I think is fair because... No, I don't. I think because a lot of people, mm -hmm. a lot of people cat. So a lot of it's like, oh yeah, I've been through this, I've done it. But a lot of people have cat. Like That's I got out I the feel. mud. Don't I, rap I know about people. shit you ain't about. Because if I was district attorney and you said you got fourteen bodies buried in your backyard, I'm going to your backyard but this looking is for fourteen thing. goddamn but bodies. But this is the thing. If I, I love, <laughs> I'll be like this in the backyard. What you I, said, fourteen. I love R and B. <laughs> so the minute I get to recording my album and my tracks. 
I'm going to sing about anything that I feel like people could relate to. So I don't want y'all to be like, oh, bitch, I know you didn't go through that. You can't sing about that. Who are you to sing about that? Who are you to tell me? I'm trying but why to sing is rap to... only supposed to be derogatory and evil? Why is rap supposed to be killing people? And... Normally it is. I mean, it's, I mean rap shouldn't be like that, though. Like yeah, I agree. And I'm just saying always, that. But I think that's yeah. what people tune to. Right. And I think at the same time, like, when you tune to certain things, like, all rap isn't bad. Yeah, right. all rap is right. not yeah. bad. Right. Cool J was rapping back in the day, and he was talking about um, making love to a, a woman. You had, um, and so, I mean, we have hip-hop, we have rap. There's a distinction, right? And so music, rap music hasn't always, hip-hop hasn't always been about violence. It's, right. it's been about people communicating what they witness in their communities. Yeah. And... Again, now there are some individuals who witness a lot of violence, and I get that, and I think a lot of people relate to that. But at the same time, like I don't know shit about that, and so I'm not I'm not gonna be in my car just bumping shit like that and just being like, yeah, like I'm not gonna be. It had to be. Always wear him out. Always good old show today. I have a question for the group. Mm -hmm. So, Laura, he done threw me off with that. I know. I <laughs> you, my. Never mind. So, <laughs> damn it. What was I about to ask? It was a good question. Repeat what you were just saying a little bit. What were you talking like, about? Like I was I wouldn't be in my car just bumping 14 bodies in the in my backyard. Like I'm not I'm not about that life. And cuz well, my well I don't know. No. I've never buried 14 bodies, but if it's a lit song that's the right beat, I'm definitely going to be like <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Talk about shooting baby and kids. You're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't funny, Lord. It's not. It's not. Well, not that type of shooting, but yeah. Wait, what? Oh. What happened? He needs to clean up his mess. But did you ever come back to your um your question? I, I had a good question for the group, and I cannot, and I hate when I, this happens because it was a good, good question. And I don't remember what you talking about people not being prosecuted. So no, that was him. That was me, actually. Oh, maybe that was you. You were talking about um, <laughs> yes, not growing question. up listening to that and all that stuff. <laughs> I forgot. And then we were like, if people are going to have guns, they're going to have them and they're going to use them the way they want to. And none of that still doing. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll come back. Well, to maybe you. Well, we're going to go ahead and read the letter. Is it? Hopefully it's production it's, gave us a 10 count. Yeah. Like, probably Damn. 13 minutes ago. <laughs> For real? Yes. Like, Why I, nobody say nothing? I did. Because they showed us. He showed us. I thought we all saw I'm, productions in front of us. I mean, we're facing this way. We got seven minutes. So I can see y'all probably said we were sitting right there. No, because even when I was to the far right, I saw a production. Bitch, just read the letter. <laughs> Shit. Well, before before we read the letter, so we talked a lot about school shootings. We talked about a lot. Um, we talked a lot about um, just violence in the street. But that thirty seven thousand number encapsulates all violence, and so that's violent by cop, suicide, um, all kinds of gun violence. And so um, I want to just I just want to point out that 
our conversation today was very limited, even though it's a big right. conversation and right. it's a lot to tackle in right. just what, 45 minutes. Um, and so there's much more of a conversation to have, but again, it is a very tragic conversation, but it's a, it's a necessary conversation. Yeah. And it's not enough. Um, just really quick, because again, we all feel like, okay, I'm gonna protect, I'm gonna protect, but there's a difference between you're protecting when you have to, and you want to shoot. Mm. And I feel like it's a fine line. Um, and sometimes you don't have enough time to react. I've never been in that situation, but I would imagine sometimes you don't have enough time. Oh, should I shoot? Not shoot. Like, you don't know. Like, maybe you're about to get shot. So maybe you have to shoot back. I don't know. But I feel like it's just something that is so, like, so, like, heavy on everybody. So I agree with you um, to say Pray that. for the people. Yeah. Girl, we praying. Do I not reach everything? But um, so to everybody's favorite segment of the show. Uh, left on red. So tonight's letter reads, Dear Podcast. <laughs> Good. Tara Monaghan got to Devin. Tara Monaghan gets to me. The letter did. So I'm going to just read it word for word so y'all know it wasn't Tara Monaghan. It says, Dear Podcast. Dear Open Relationship Podcast. Two times. I'm a bisexual woman. I have been with my boyfriend for the past five years. My boyfriend... Never minded me having sex with my female friends because he thought it was sexy. Hell, he would even join. Well, one day I heard my man's phone making a ding ding noise. I didn't pay any mind at first, but on this particular day, it went off eight times in a row. I had my man's phone number and I have seen that he was meeting up with someone. Then I installed a spyware app on his phone. I lied to my man and told him I was going out of town and his dumb ass fell for it. Next thing I know, he had the bitch coming over to our house the next day. Then I opened the door, of course. I saw my man on all fours getting dicked down. I ran out of the house screaming in an uproar and I broke up with his gay ass. Am I wrong for leaving? Oh, that is... I'm going to start and say that... Um, you're not wrong for leaving only because you had an understanding. And I feel like this kind of hits the home because if you say you're a top, be a top. Y'all know what that means. If you're a bottom, be a fucking bottom. Do not come around talking about call you daddy, call you daddy, this and that. And you're, you open your legs wide as hell. No, call you daddy for what? Is it that mum? <laughs> Is it what? That mum? What's that mean? That mom. <laughs> Basically, like that's nasty. I don't. So I say, like, nasty. Just be true because be true to you. Like, if you know, like that. You- What's wrong with? I mean, even though she's a woman, that I don't. I get what you're saying, but. You know, I ain't gonna go down the road. What's your okay? Be on that's be honest. Like if you be honest, let me know that okay, I might want a little, you know, now and then. Then if the person agrees with that, then okay, cool. But there are some of us to where it's like, hey, let's establish. I don't think that's gross that you want to be a bottom, but I'm never going to top you. But you know, she's a woman, right? She is. But again, you're looking for certain things. And now he's looking for something. He wants, you saw him all for us getting dicked. Okay. So it's like, he should have told you he kind of went a little dick every now and then. How you feel, Tank? Wait, hold on. So... He's getting kicked down by a woman. A man. Okay, okay. I just make sure. I but, but we do we know that? We don't know that. Right. Because they don't say well, that. From what I, 
but what I understood it was a man's because what what by, okay I'm gonna let you go. go I would I would agree with you. Um so um oh, Jesus. Yeah, she said gay ass. Oh, oh yeah she right, just said yeah. it okay. But a lot of women, I like the dildo she would still call him gay. Yeah fuck I like the dildo she probably would call it that. But he we is gay if she likes if he likes the dildo he's gay. That's debatable but go. I it's mean debatable all night I'm sorry go ahead. Yeah go ahead. Okay um so I mean I guess I. I guess I agree with her when she, I mean, her leaving, because either way it go, whether it was a man or woman, she, he still cheated. There was not an understanding that they had of him stepping out. She said they had agreement with her sleeping with other women. They never had any other kind of agreement. To my understanding from where we, we read, you know, if it's more, you know, send us another letter explaining that, but cheating is cheating. And y'all know I don't condone cheating, so I'm all for it. Like, you left him cool. He cheated. Right. Um, I feel like this. You bisexual, and now you make your man a little dick every now and then. I mean, he's bisexual. What the no, fuck is the fuck? What the fuck is the problem? Right. Like, I don't get the problem. What? You like pussy, he Girl. like dick every now and then. Hell, y'all can have a good old time. The problem is it wasn't discussed. <laughs> it wasn't arranged. Are you mad if he was getting fucked? <laughs> like, if he was the top, would it be the issue? I think it's because I'm a bottom, so I feel like... I can relate to her because if my man ever wants dick, I'm not giving you dick. So you're gonna go get dick. So you're, you know, like, mm, so I guess I can relate so much for her. So I, I agree, I actually agree with Rodney. Surprisingly. I know. So <laughs> I agree with Rodney because at the end of the day, like, I think it's interesting how women have more latitude to explore their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And then in this relationship, she has the nerve to judge him and be like his gay ass when <laughs> you over here fucking you over here fucking women too. Room with your best friend in the dressing room. So like, <laughs> and then I think she should leave anyway because number one, she a gay ass, dumb ass, installing spyware. Like that's that's not a relationship. <laughs> Wait, when does she install? Oh my god, you she does it? say then I installed the spyware. <laughs> but tell the people they can um, send letters because some got close. All right, so really quick, we've been going a lot tonight. We thank you guys, but if you want to send in a letter, even if it's feedback, word of advice, whatever you want to give, we will definitely bring it up for the sh- on the show because we love our openers. So definitely send us something at open relationship at open relationship podcast open relationship podcast at gmail.com one more time that's open relationship podcast at gmail.com and we look forward to hearing from you guys and girls. We do. So. Thank you for coming and joining the four of us as we swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. Oh my gosh, yes, the best you ever done that. Look, and you be fucking up the intro. <laughs> these two cards. <laughs> it's only episode 27. The girls will be getting it right. Who cares? Like, oh.